Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm Evie. I'm your life and business coach. I'm your host today and I am so excited for this episode. I feel like I say this every time, but I actually am really excited for this one. So this is the Ask Me Anything podcast episode and I I think this has got to be pretty up there on one of the funnest episodes to record. So first and foremost, thank you, thank you, thank you for sending in your questions, for asking away. Um, We got some really juicy questions through, (laughs) like I'm really excited to answer these today. So thank you first and foremost for asking these over on Instagram over the last little while. I'm so excited to share them with you and also just wanted to share with you first and foremost that I haven't prepped any answers here. I've literally just screenshotted some of the questions that, well, all of the questions that came through and we'll, I've just kind of grouped them into three categories. There was uh, quite a few about my pregnancy journey, um, some personal questions, and then some business related questions. Of course, I love those three topics. <laughs> um, so it makes total sense. So I'm going to, I've just, yeah, literally grouped them into those kind of categories and we'll speak to each of those um, individually. But yeah, please know that this is, you know, you're getting this real and raw and on the fly, like I haven't prepared any answers. So whatever I'm sharing today for my answers is intuitively coming to me. It's what I'm feeling called to share in this moment. So I'm excited. So I hope you enjoy this one. I really, really do. I hope you enjoy this one. I always find these episodes really fascinating. I love getting to know the the host better, the, the person behind it. So I hope it's insightful. And um, yeah, thank you again for sending these beautiful questions in. Okay, I just wanted to quickly interrupt here and let you know that I recorded this podcast episode from Woe to Go with all of the, the questions that you sent through, and it actually ended up taking me well over an hour to record this podcast. So I clearly can talk and <laughs> clearly had lots to to say and share with you. And I think it's all really great content. But what I wanted to do is just split this into two parts because otherwise I would be chewing off your ear in one episode. So please know that um, you'll hear me talk about the pregnancy and personal uh, questions in this first part. And then the second part is dedicated purely to all of the business related questions that you wanted to ask me. So without further ado, here is part one of Ask Me Anything podcast. Alrighty. Okay. Let's start with pregnancy. This is this is really interesting. There were quite an even spread of questions for each of the three categories, which is I always find really fascinating. So pregnancy. Oh my goodness. Okay. Where do we start? So the first question is, how are you going in your pregnancy? Amazing. 
Okay, so how am I going? At the moment, I am, gosh, just clocked over 36 weeks pregnant. Um, Time is absolutely flying. I'm doing really well. I definitely don't have the same energy and capacity that I used to. I've got a big growing bump at the moment, which is just so gorgeous, and I love it so much. Um, But yeah, really looking forward to slowing down a little bit and um, really going into my little cocoon soonish as I wrap up things in the business and things like that and really preparing myself for this next big expansive season. So yeah, at the moment doing really well. Um, Yeah, I mean, I could go on so many different tangents with this question, Um, but I'll leave it at that. I'm doing really well, thank you. Um, Yeah, definitely not the same energy and and, um, capacity as I used to have, but that's totally fine, all part of the journey and just really, really blessed, really, really honored um, and grateful because yeah, it's such a gift. Okay, next question. What has surprised you about pregnancy? Oh, this is a really hard question. What has surprised you about pregnancy? I feel like lots of things have surprised me because obviously it's been a totally new experience for me with, you know, this being my first baby. And also that... I haven't had that many people around me that have been really close to me that have shared lots about their own pregnancy journey. Like I obviously have had, um, yeah, my older sister and some friends who have been pregnant, but maybe maybe they haven't shared as much of the ins and outs with me along their journey, which you know obviously is totally cool and it's their journey. But maybe that's maybe that's why. So lots has really surprised me. Um, I was surprised at how sick I was in the first trimester. I had horrendous all day, every day nausea um, and had to take medication for that. And I didn't, like I knew obviously that that was a thing, um, but I didn't really think that that would be my reality for some reason. I think I was quite naive, obviously. (laughs) Um, But hey, look, I got through that and I managed it, which was, yeah, really, really good. Um, What else has really surprised me? Probably how connected and intuitive I am. Uh, even more so in pregnancy, like I feel like I am definitely connected and intuitive anyway, but um, probably more so in this pregnancy journey. And I know someone um, who reflected that back to me recently and I, I, yeah, I really see that and get that now. What else has surprised me? How much love that I have for this little one already, although actually that doesn't really surprise me, but just I think probably the biggest thing around that is actually like you know, your your whole internal world is changing. Like you're literally growing a human, right? Which is just wild and it's fascinating. And the female body just completely blows my mind. When you think about it, it's just like, how? (laughs) It's just, it's mesmerizing. It's mind blowing stuff, right? But I think you go on this massive hormonal and chemical change within you. So I think that's probably been the, the biggest thing. Like, um, how do I describe this and put this into words? It's like your mother instincts just come on so strong and it's like this massive maternal thing and like the desire to nest now towards the end of my pregnancy. And at the start, it was really around like, um, I remember feeling a little bit anxious and just not wanting to do anything risky, if that makes sense. And not from a conscious level, it was just like, Um, I think it's just a protective mechanism right like you know you have a little life on board now and yeah so you're so like fiercely protective of that Um, what else I think just yeah connected intuitive and how 
that just the big emotional hormonal chemical changes that happen and I don't know the studies so don't quote me on this one but I know one of my friends was sharing this with me recently who said that in the first trimester in the first couple of months of pregnancy obviously you've got the massive hormonal shifts going on but your whole prefrontal cortex in your brain changes and so and and that changes over I, I believe over the duration of the pregnancy in order to support you to bring this new life into the world right and so makes total sense but it like still blows my mind (laughs) and so I think that's why you know sometimes the things that perhaps would normally bother you or you would care about just don't really any anymore I think it kind of gives you a little bit more perspective on things and what's really important and yeah just your instincts are like so so much more heightened I think I hope that answers your question. I feel like I went off on a big tangent there, but lots of things in short have surprised me. Okay, next question. Uh, This is, what are you looking forward to most about motherhood? Oh, oh my goodness, this is a really hard one. I feel like so much. (laughs) How do I choose just one thing? Um... Oh, just holding this little bundle of joy in my arms and just getting to meet them and love them and oh, it gets me emotional thinking about it. But just all just like so curious to see who this little human's going to be, like their personality, their strengths, their gifts um, and just witnessing them grow. Like I, I think you know, this is part of why I love coaching, right, is just supporting humans and seeing them grow into their best selves. And so it's like on a whole new level right now with a little baby on the way. But I think that's probably the biggest thing is just, yeah, can't wait to meet them and, and feel them and hold them and um, yeah, just witness their journey and watch them grow into beautiful humans. Okay, next question. Do you have an inkling of what you're having? And have you got names in mind? So yes, I definitely have an inkling of what I'm having. So for for those of you who don't know, I don't know what I'm having. We've never found out the gender of our baby. Um, it's going to be a total surprise when, when it comes. Um, but yes, I definitely do have a really strong intuitive feeling about it. And I always have right from the get-go. Um, and that's not really wavered. I think sometimes my mind comes in and I'm like, I second guess it. And I'm like, oh, but maybe it's this. Um, but deep down, I think intuitively, I know. I'm not going to share this on the podcast, but I will definitely share this after baby's born if I was right or not (laughs) so stay tuned for that one um and yes we definitely have baby names uh that we really like so we've got yeah one for for each gender basically um so yeah exciting can't wait and um you'll just have to follow my journey along on Instagram and (laughs) wait for the big reveal as you know as we find out as well which is just oh so wild, so exciting. Okay, the next question I actually put under the pregnancy category, but it's a little bit of a personal one. This is really funny, funny question. I love it. So it is, how did you know your boo was the one for you? How did you know your boo was the one for you? So your partner, your husband, I'm assuming. Um, oh, this is a really great question. I just think I knew, like, I think you just intuitively know, um, and I, I think maybe, you know, because I, I met Brooke a long, long time ago. We've been together for 
gosh, 10 plus years now, a long time um, before we even got married last year. But um, I think at the start, so if I think back to my, yeah, my earlier years, this is before I'd done a lot of my inner work as well. So I think my inner critic was still pretty loud back then and my intuition wasn't as strong or hadn't been as fostered as much as it has been now, obviously. But I think still back then I, I did know. Um, but also just that we were so aligned that I remember um, really early on in our relationship, I smile because it's, oh gosh, it brings me back to those days. Um but we, I can't remember what happened or how it all came about. But anyway, we were still, it was still very early days. Um, and we called each other one evening and we ended up talking for like an hour on the phone or something or other. And I was like, oh my God, wow. How did I just talk to this boy for an hour on the phone? <laughs> and we just talked and talked and talked and it felt really natural and really authentic and really aligned and beautiful and and he still remembers that phone call too and we always just smile at it because that was the moment I think for both of us actually I'm, I'm pretty sure Brooke would agree with me here was like oh okay like we've got something really good here like if we can talk to each other for a whole hour on a phone and it feels this good then there's clearly something here um but yeah I think it's just deep down intuitively knowing and then I think partly it's you know, just as I, you know, did my own inner work and things like that, I realized that sometimes I think my mind was doubting me at times, but actually deep down, I always knew. So it's just really trusting in that, I think. And then, um, yeah, I feel like it's been, oh, it's so, this podcast is so good. It's bringing out all the feels, (laughs) but I feel like it's just been so beautiful. Like I feel really, really deeply grateful and, um, yeah, we've literally grown up together, which has been so beautiful. And I think that's been a huge part of it. And just knowing that we are actually really similar, different humans, absolutely, but do have a lot of similarities and a lot of like core values and beliefs that are the same and a similar, like similar dream, similar vision. And I think that's been really important and part of it as well. So I guess that would be the other thing that I would add in here. So I think that wraps us up for the pregnancy section. So let's move on to the personal stuff now. Alrighty, so personal questions now. The first one is, what does self-care look like for you? Mm, Good question. I think self-care looks really different for me in different seasons of my life and in different days sometimes as well. Um, But I'll just share with you here some of like the key consistent practices that I pretty much do all the time. So the first one would be meditation. I know I've shared heaps about meditation in the past on the podcast and share it with my clients as well, because I think it's just such a wonderful, wonderful tool for quieting the mind, quieting the inner critic, really developing those inner skills, that inner connection with yourself to really foster your intuition, your inner knowing, and to really be like to calm your, your mind and your nervous system down as well, really helps you regulate um, yourself. And that's been 
like the biggest game changer in my life. It was something that I adopted really early on in my personal development journey and has been a constant throughout. So meditation would definitely be up there for me. And then some of the other things that I like to kind of sprinkle in is things like journaling. I normally do that as and when I need to. Um, So if there was something that popped up for me or I wanted to explore something or whatever it might be, I would probably like, you know, carve out some time to go into a little bit of a hole there and really just brain dump and journal and process that all. Um, And gratitude journaling in the evening has mostly been a consistent um, thing for me. I don't I wouldn't say that I'm like do it all the time, but it absolutely has been one of those things that have been really supportive for me. Um, Highly, highly recommend it. So easy to do, such a beautiful feeling, and also literally trains your mind to look for the positive, to look for the good, and to really celebrate yourself and acknowledge life, I think. I, I think it's such a beautiful gift to give yourself. So meditation, journaling, gratitude journaling. Uh, what else? Oracle cards absolutely are a part of my routine. Not every single day. They have been in the past, but not maybe not every single day. Um, and then the other biggest thing is just movement, some kind of exercise. Um, that is absolutely a constant in my life and has been for a long time as a physio, you know, as yeah, as someone who's just absolutely thrived on exercise. It's yeah, definitely been a big part of my life, although in this pregnancy journey, it's definitely had to change and look quite different. So there was actually a good couple of months there when I was um, the first trimester when I was really sick. I actually couldn't exercise and, and even just walking down the road was a, was big for me. So that was actually really challenging for me at the time. But um, yeah, I was obviously able to navigate that and move beyond that and then got back into some exercise. And so it's just looked a bit different because obviously my body is changing and yeah, I've just been a lot um, more gentle and slower with things, I guess, in terms of um, the latter stages of my pregnancy journey. And I'm so excited to go back to the gym next year when I'm able to. That is, oh, it just gives me so much good energy and like happy on life. I love group fitness. Um, yeah, it's it's something that's always been a part of my life and always will be. So I'm excited for that. So that's probably what self-care looks like for me. But do you know what? The biggest thing I would share here and the biggest tip I have and what I normally share with clients is that doesn't matter what actually self-care is or looks like to you I think the biggest thing is actually just acknowledging yourself like asking yourself what do I need in this moment or what would be most supportive for myself right here or if you've been triggered or if something's happened in the day or you have some emotions or whatever it might be is to allow yourself to navigate those I think that's the biggest thing is like being able to validate yourself, being able to support yourself, to be able to self-regulate yourself. I think those are really about like what self-care is all about, right? And so whatever that looks like to you, do those things. So I've given you some suggestions, but, um, and, and obviously what I do, but ultimately it could look really different. Um, and it probably has looked really different for me in different seasons of my life, but that is kind of me at the moment. Alrighty, next question. What does your ideal day look like? Ooh, my ideal day. I haven't thought about this question in a long time. <laughs> it's probably something that I ask clients, but I haven't actually thought about it for myself because I think I've really created the life that I love. Um, 
Yeah, that's really interesting. And I, I guess it's going to look different now because I'm pregnant, but also in the next little while because I'll have a little baby. But I think ultimately there's got to be some kind of internal connection time. So some kind of meditation or journaling or oracle cards or whatever. And then there's definitely got to be some movement. There's got to be some exercise in there. If I wasn't pregnant and I was able to and feeling really well, I would probably go and do a group fitness class. I'd probably do weight training because I love it. Um, Or like a fun cardio class where you're running around to good music. Um, So probably something like that. There would be some kind of um, passion work, some kind of purpose, some kind of meaning in my day. So I'm kind of thinking about weekdays when I answer this question, but um, actually it doesn't really matter. But I think that's really, really important to me is having something that I'm really passionate about that gives me a sense of purpose, that gives me that sense of fulfillment and obviously being of service, creating impact, positive impact in the world and people's lives is obviously so dear to my heart and so there would have to be some of that so probably that would look like me working in my coaching business and supporting epic humans Um, and then some kind of fun and connection time so is that yeah fun connection time with my partner with um, yeah friends family etc ideally out in sunshine in summer is my jam Um, some outdoor time some nature time walks with Finn, puppy cuddles, (laughs) um, and some good food probably. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably like my ideal kind of work day or like average day. Um, but also so hanging out for like summertime and lying on the beach and going for ocean swims and, you know, the sun on my face and having a glass of wine in the evening. Gosh, I miss that in pregnancy. (laughs) God, it makes me sound like an alcoholic. I'm so not. But that will be really nice to have a beautiful glass of wine in the sun with family and friends in the evening and just celebrating life, enjoying life. Okay, the next one is a really, really big question. And I feel like I should have prepped for this one. (laughs) So the next one is, what is my biggest, well, what's my biggest lessons or learnings? Sorry, what are my biggest learnings and celebrations this year? One of my biggest learnings and celebrations this year. Oh, this is a really hard one and maybe something I should have thought about ahead of time because I haven't actually paused and done a lot of reflection of recent, but we'll absolutely do that coming up because um, we're moving into my birthday season, which is really exciting. So also a really nice time to pause and reflect on my you know, birthday year, but then also moving into the end of the year, we'll absolutely do some more reflection and celebration. So what are my biggest learnings? I think, um, hmm, on a personal note, my biggest lessons and learnings would be something around like deeply, deeply trusting in myself. I feel like that's been a lesson throughout a lot of my life in the recent years, but there's a, there's a new depth to it now. There's been a new la- layer to that, like really trusting my body in this pregnancy journey as well. Um, and surrendering as well. Like I think, um, like I said at the start of my pregnancy, that was there was you know some challenging days and times in there, and so really surrendering to it and just not resisting it, I think, and mm, I think just really embracing the season of life that I'm in as well. I think initially there was a little bit of resistance, like oh holy crap, I can't exercise anymore, and I feel so sick, and you know this is really challenging, this is really hard. 
and and I think our minds just generally go back to default of like I don't want to do this or I want you know I want um not that I don't want to do this but you know they you want to run away from the discomfort right so actually just leaning in and accepting and embracing the season and knowing that this too shall pass and really trusting my path really trusting myself I think um so that's probably personally the biggest lesson and then also hmm yeah, I, I think that's probably the biggest personal lesson. And then in terms of business, oh my goodness, so much. Definitely growth and and trust. Like I feel like my business has completely changed this year and catapulted in the best way possible, as it has actually every year, but maybe more so this year. Um, and I think that's probably my biggest celebration that, you know, the things that I'm most proud of is that I've been able to do both, that I've been growing this human and having this massive, massive personal journey and then also up leveling and growing my business exponentially this year I've been able to hold the most clients that I ever have before in my business at any one time I've bought in the mastermind model which I've absolutely loved and will absolutely continue to do and created the most income uh, that I've ever had before the most impact that I've ever had before and probably just the most, like feeling the most abundant in every way. And also, yeah, just being able to do it both. Like having this, I feel like it was like a massive personal development journey for me this year, personally and in the business as well. I um, I don't know if you remember the first podcast or one of the earlier podcast episodes this year when I talked about my words for the year and they were rise and ease. And I actually feel like I've really, really lent into those this year. I have grown so much. Like I have, yeah, risen so much. So rise absolutely was 100% my word, but also with ease. And that's been like, you know, hiring two team members in my business, for example, and, you know, calling in more abundance and so much more in my personal world and my business world with ease, though, Um yeah, so that's probably my biggest celebration and, and some of my reflections. I feel like there's probably more and maybe I'll do a separate episode on that towards the end of the year when I've got a little bit more clarity on that. But that's my tidbits for now. Okay, so next question is how do you stay present uh, each and every day and not fall into the autopilot trap? How do you stay present each and every day and not fall into the autopilot trap? Oh, this is a great question. How do I stay present each and every day? I think that's mainly by my practices. That's through meditation, that's through journaling, that's through having those quiet times, those inner connection time. And that really helps me to drop into my intuition, into my body, be really present, drop out of my mind, etc. in the inner critic. So I think those would be my biggest things. And also that I've built my life to be this way. You know, uh, I think, yeah, I think like falling into the autopilot trap is an interesting, interesting concept. And I know exactly what you mean when you say this question. 
But I feel like I don't do that a lot because I've literally built my life not to allow myself to do that, if that makes sense. So having those consistent practices like meditation, for example, that have been a constant in my life for many years now, I think that really generally fosters you to be a bit more present and grounded and not to live in autopilot because you've got that, well, one, you've fostered those skills right in yourself, but also if you've got that time most days or every day, then then you're way less likely to fall into autopilot. That's when you can set intentions. That's when you can check in. That's when you can journal or whatever it is that you need to do to support yourself in those moments. And also like structure and routine, like having those morning practices, those daily routines that really support yourself and making sure that whatever you fill your day and your life with, you are being really intentional about that. I'm a huge fan of discipline, like I'm a really disciplined person, but also a huge fan of routine and structure. And that allows me to thrive. And I think it allows pretty much most humans to thrive, even if we don't love routine. I think it actually does because it gives you more opportunity to thrive and, and have that sense of freedom. I know it's like a back to front think. We think that it's not going to give us the freedom, but it actually does. So really, yeah, really using structure and routine to support yourself so that you like, for example, and this is before I was pregnant though, but, or actually even now, like I get up, I make the bed and then I'm doing some form of exercise. Like that's just a habit for me now. It's just my everyday life. And yes, it's changed and tweaked a little bit over the while, like I shared, but that's a constant, you know, it's something that's a part of my life because I've made it a part of my life because I've chosen to do it because it's important to me. And now it feels really easeful because it's just my routine and I love it and it gives back to me so much. But even if you're at the start of the journey and it feels stretchy and hard to get into that routine or it doesn't feel that enjoyable just yet, I I totally hear you and I get you. But that's where discipline comes in and really choosing your life. Life is all about choices. You get to choose it, right? So yeah, just being really intentional about how you choose to live your life, the things that you fill your day with, and create a routine that supports you to thrive so that you can't really go into autopilot. Or even if you are kind of going into autopilot, um, you're still getting the benefits of it. Like what I want to say is, I don't know quite how to put this into words, but even if you are going into autopilot, your autopilot is still actually really supportive for you. So maybe like autopilot is getting up and going to the gym or is getting up and doing some form of meditation or whatever it is for you. And maybe we can be just going through the motions sometimes, but actually when we do those practices, we know that we're reaping the rewards from them. We know that we're getting the benefit from it. Um, so I think, yeah, perhaps that's, um, yeah, something to keep in mind. And I think that's, yeah, that's how I sort of do my life, I guess. The only other thing I would share on this point about autopilot is if you feel that you're that way inclined or you're setting up these new practices or routines or whatever it is for yourself is maybe to have those check-in points, like maybe it's each day each day or each week or at least every couple of weeks that you're allowing yourself to pause and this is probably when you would want to do a bit of a journal session and actually ask yourself and be really honest like am I living the life that I really want to like how's my routine going how am I like checking in with my goals and my habits and things like that 
am I living the life that I really want to? Am I getting back into those autopilot or like, you know, the old ways of being or bad habits or whatever? So I think perhaps it's also pausing consistently or regularly at least just to double check that you are on track here and if you do need to tweak or change things. So instead of, you know, allowing yourself to go down the downward spiral and kind of, you know, hitting rock bottom or someone else catching you or, or realizing that, you know, you've come, you've come a long way down the spiral is actually having those moments to check in with yourself more consistently so that it prevents you going down the spiral, if that makes sense. So you can kind of catch yourself earlier. I hope that's really helpful. I hope I answered your question well there. Okay, last question for the personal category is how do you hold yourself accountable to your goals and tasks so that you get shit done? How do you hold yourself accountable to your goals and tasks so you get shit done? Ooh, juicy question. Okay, first and foremost, I generally am a really organized person. I generally am a very disciplined person and I'm a go-getter. I'm a generator in human design. I'm a high achiever. And, I, you know, I don't muck around. <laughs> and that's just my personality. And I, I love that about myself. And I'm really grateful that I am that way inclined. But, you know, as, as always, with any personality trait, with any characteristics, there's always downside, right? So the downside of a high achiever is, generally speaking, that we put a whole lot of pressure on ourselves, that we can also be more, um, you know, we can have a more of a tendency to burn ourselves out and things like that. So that's absolutely something to watch out for. So also just wanted to <laughs> preface that there. Um, but I think discipline, look, is discipline is, is like the biggest thing that you need here and you can train yourself to be disciplined. That is, yeah, that is absolutely, I think, something that's generally uh, can be more fostered in other people than others, but you can still train yourself to do this. Don't rely on motivation to get stuff done. Motivation will come and go, but discipline is the thing that will pull you forward, if we look at the exercise thing, for example, you know, not every day you're going to be like, yay, I want to go to the gym or yay, I want to go for a run in the rain or whatever it might be. And you might not have the motivation for it, but you know, because through discipline that showing up consistently is going to make you feel really good. You know that you need to do that for your body, for your mind, for your well-being, etc. So you do it anyway. You know, I think also the other thing I would say here is... Sometimes, and I, I use this with, with meditation a lot, is that if we give ourselves the option to not do something, so for example, I'm going to exercise three times a week, let's say, but then <laughs> I think the downside to that is that then there's the option to not do it because you've given yourself two days of the weekday or, or, or yeah, whatever it is for you to not do it. So you're like, oh, no, I won't do it this day. I'll do it tomorrow. But then you've, you fall into the trap of like just putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, delaying it, delaying it, delaying it. And then it's just like, oh, it's too hard now. I've, you know, it's gone to waste and we can go into, and this is just purely a mindset thing. We can go into, oh, I must well just give up and not do it anymore, which is just self-sabotage basically. So don't allow yourself to go there. But I think having something consistently in your diary or consistently in your life as a habit is really helpful. So even if that means like I'm going to meditate every single day, no matter like what what it is or how long I meditate for or the time of day or the type of meditation or the location, 
I do it. Or for exercise, for example, maybe it's just that I move every day. Sometimes that might look like a gym class. Sometimes that might look like a run. Sometimes it might look like a walk. Sometimes it might look like a 10-minute yoga flow that I found on YouTube and I do that in my bedroom because that's what I've got time for or that's what my body needs right now. So that's the other thing is just like deciding that you're going to do it no matter what and committing to it, like not really giving yourself options to waver from this. And this is where obviously, you know, if you're unwell and and things like that and your body generally is not safe to exercise, then obviously don't force yourself to do it. But majority of the days and the time you're going to be feeling well and and, and it's going to be a good thing for you. So apply that same principle to anything. I talk about exercise, I talk about meditation because they're, you know, common ones and they're easy to kind of understand. But you can apply that same principle with anything in your life, right? So discipline structuring it into your routine in your day, um, not giving yourself the option to not do it basically. Um, the other thing is like if your goal isn't big enough or scary enough, sorry, if your goal's not scary enough, it's probably not big enough. And the other thing is that with goal setting, and this is a whole nother topic, but with goal setting, sure, have the goal, have the vision, declare it, like make some parameters around it so you know exactly what you're wanting to achieve there. But don't just set the goal, right? You need to have the action plan. And the only thing that's going to allow you to achieve that goal is you showing up consistently and doing that action plan. So I think that's the biggest thing here I would share is like make sure you've got a plan of actually how you're going to make that happen. And maybe it's just breaking that down into really small chunks. Maybe it's almost having like sub goals or check-in points. Like, are you on track with things? Using reminders, calendars, electronic calendars, a project management tool, whatever it might be. Um, the other thing to really help you here is like have it on your vision board, have an affirmation, use the ThinkUp app for it. So you're like really programming it into your brain, into your nervous system, you know, reminding yourself of why you want to do this and come back to your why as well. Like, why do I want to do this? Why does this matter? Because if you don't have a strong enough why, then we'll come up with so many reasons as to why we can't do it or why we shouldn't do it or whatever it might be. And sometimes, look, in life, we have to be responsible adults and get stuff done. And that's not always the things that we want to do, but that's just a part of life. But when you talk about your goals here, I'm assuming that these are things that you actually genuinely desire and want for yourself. So make a plan, make it happen. Um, Yeah, and celebrate yourself along the journey. That would probably be my other tip around this one. Because life is the journey. Life's not the destination. Life's not the end goal. Life is the journey, the living in between. So celebrate yourself in all those little milestones. Like, actually recognize that you're making progress I think that's a big part of it as well because otherwise we can get bogged down into feeling like we're not achieving anything or we're not getting any closer to it or whatever it might be but that's actually BS that we are that we are doing a incredible job so celebrate yourself acknowledge yourself what's one thing that you want to celebrate or acknowledge about yourself today or, um, you know, having those pause and check-in times in your days, and your weeks, in your months to be like, how am I going with this stuff? Like, what do I need to tweak or change here? And 
celebrate yourself, acknowledge that you are doing an incredible job, that you are taking action. Um, and it's going to be one so much more enjoyable, but also that'll give you more momentum, more, more, um, yeah, more motivation, I guess, to continue on, to keep showing up regardless. Oh, and the last thing I wanted to share on this, and this is probably actually a biggie, is taking radical responsibility for yourself. And I say that with love, but really taking radical responsibility for yourself, for your life, for your goals, for your work, for your dreams, your ambition. No one is going to do it for you. Not even me as your coach. Like I, I will absolutely support you, encourage you, have a bit more, you know, you'll have some more accountability when you come into coaching. But ultimately at the end of the day, no one's going to make you do anything except for you. And so you need to take radical responsibility for this. If you want your life to change, if you want that goal or that dream, if you want that to be your reality, then you have to show up and make it happen. Don't rely on other people. Don't rely on external things for motivation. Like really dig deep within yourself and commit to it. I think that's another key part as as well with any kind of big goal is committing to it, declaring it and saying that no matter what, I'm making this happen, that I really want this thing. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter about the time frame or exactly how it happens, but I am going to, I am going to achieve this thing. I am going to do this. I am going to get this done because I really want to. So radical responsibility, not relying on others or external factors to prop you up or, you know, use them as support when you need to. Absolutely. But don't be reliant on them. Ultimately, it's an internal game. So radical responsibility, being super honest with yourself about how you're living your life, what you're choosing to do, where you're spending your time, how you're committing to this goal, etc. I feel like there was lots. I hope that was really helpful, though. But yeah, in summary, discipline, not relying on motivation, have a plan, use other support things like calendars, reminders, check-ins, pausing to make sure you are on track with it, sub goals or little milestones, etc. Celebrating the journey, celebrating yourself along the way, having a strong enough why and then taking radical responsibility for it. So beautiful humans, that rounds us off for part one of the Ask Me Anything podcast. I hope you've loved hearing all about, you know, some of those personal questions, my pregnancy journey and all of the stuff in between that I've shared in this episode. And stay tuned for part two, which is going to be all about the business related questions. So I can't wait to share that with you in due course and um, yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. But hope you've loved this one. Reach out on Instagram as always if you want to chat some more, if you've loved this podcast episode, if you learned something new about me and my world or yes, something really resonated with you, I would always love to hear it. I think the best conversations have happened over on Insta, on DMs, etc. about this juicy content and all of the stuff that we talk about on the show. So please come over there and say hi and share the love. I would love to connect with you some more. And um, yeah, that is it from me for today. But we'll be back really soon with uh, part two of this juicy podcast episode. Wasn't that epic? 
For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world. 